listener production. The Aussie share market ran out of steam Monday, Arvo, ahead of a busy couple of days. And what economic data do we have to look forward to over the remainder of the week? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Craig. It's Monday, the 27th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Updates. Mr. James. Mr. Daglian, how are you? I'm fantastic. We are almost at the end of the month. Yes, that's Cra- true. Crazy to think one more month left and... That's it yeah. for 2023. And the market's almost completely flat this whole year, which has been an interesting ride. But today we started off quite positively. The ASX 200 was up a fifth of 1% in the first 60 minutes of the day. Then the market really faded. And heading into the close, we've got the ASX 200 currently down by around 0.7%. So not far from the worst levels of the day. The ASX 200, which is a a key way that we measure how the Aussie market's doing is back below 7,000 points, which means we haven't been lower in about two weeks. Yeah, we haven't been travelling too well today. And I, I gather it's because the, the US futures is talking to talking about a weaker start for the US market later tonight. Yeah, and the interesting thing, of course, we had the US market shut early on Friday due to uh, Thanksgiving a day earlier. That meant not much movement at all out of the United States in the tail end of last week. But You know, we're at that point now, the final flourish with November wrapping up on Thursday. And despite, regardless what happens over Mm. the next couple of days, I mean, this has been a very strong month uh, for markets in Australia, but in the US even more so. But we're up by roughly that 3.4% mark. We were earlier a bit less than that at the moment. So if nothing changes, it still is the second best month that we've had all year. And the US market, you know, has done even better with gains more than twice that amount. Yeah, and most would argue that uh, during September and October, we probably were oversold Mm. and we've had the bargain hunters around the place over November. Exactly. So we had three months of some pretty heavy declines and our markets have uh, have started to come back. We'll see how we do in the next couple of sessions. Let's look at sectors because there's only one that (laughs) is managing to lift at the moment, and that's the tech sector, which is up by about 0.9 of 1%. Mind you, last week wasn't great for tech. In fact, that sector was down by about 3%. So it is bouncing back from those declines, but all other sectors are down. So 10 of 11 in negative territory. Fair to say that really the resource-facing stocks have been some of the worst energy and mining, mining in particular down in the order of that 1% mark, but also consumer discretionary stocks haven't done particularly well, and that's, of course, all those retailers. Yeah, some of those miners may have been deflated by the fact that the National Development Reform Commission in China it has been meeting with port operators and discussing um, inventory levels and storage. In other words, trying to get that um, iron ore price down rather than you know, sort of up. And um, uh, that's no doubt weighed on the stocks like BHP, Rio and Fortescue in our trading zone. Yeah. And remember the the material sector accounts for about a quarter of our market. So, you know, the direction it heads in has quite a big impact on how the ASX 200 performs. And you're right, you know, Fortescue down about 2% today, BHP down by about one and a half and a similar outcome for Rio. But also lithium miners have been under pressure, the likes of Pilbara and Liontown and uranium miners like Paladin also not doing so well. Perhaps we should look at some stocks because there are a few that received attention today. Yeah, Perseus Mining, it's in the ASX 200, 2.4 billion in terms of market capitalization. It's a West African gold explorer. It announced that it's taken 19.9% in one corp. Now, this is a much smaller company with a market capitalization of 223 million. It's also a gold explorer. 
And Perseus is not saying that it's going to make a takeover move at this point. Rather, it's strategic equity investment that it's making in Allcorp at the moment. Remembering, of course, that one of the big global uh, miners, Silver Corp, which is uh, on the US and also the Canadian exchange, has got a takeover or a scheme of arrangement proposed for, for Allcorp. It was around about 54.3 cents that it was valued at. You know, sort of, now, Allcorp today fell by 5.5 cents or 10.4% to 47.5 cents. So basically, that, that takeover premium has been taken out and Perseus mining currently up in the order of 1.9%. Helios also receiving some attention. It was up well over 7% a bit earlier, so it's faded a bit from that high, but it still is up around... 3.7 nonetheless. And the chairwoman, Jenny McDonald, announced her decision to step down from the board. Uh, this is a week after the pathology group shares sank to a 24-year low. So it has had a bit of a rough ride. It raised almost $200 million from shareholders over the past week at a heavily discounted price. So that was one reason for the decline in the share price. And it's going to use that money to help pay down debt. Remember, back in August, when it handed down its annual results, it posted a, a loss of almost $400 million because they were making a lot of money during the pandemic, mm. large-scale COVID testing. That obviously has come to an end. I think everyone probably has a box of COVID tests lying around the house mm. now. But they used to make, well, they made about $760 million in the prior year from COVID tests, nine times what it made over the 12 months to June. So mm. that just goes to show quite a, a hole, I guess, in its profits, and that's still something it's trying to fill. Well, again, on the positive theme, well, stocks are going higher today. QBE shares up around about 2%. Gross written premium expected for 2% growth expected in 2023 and expects a similar outcome for 2024 with supportive premium rate environments. So, yeah, as I say, QBE shares up in the order of 2%. Of all days that a cosmetics retailer, Adore Beauty, could lift by 20%, it's the one day when my friend Laura is not here. But it's up 20% today, and that's because the retailer rejected a takeover offer from a group in the UK called THG, which stands for the Hutt Group, another mm. British e-commerce retailer. Around $117 to $122 million is what they've offered, but Adore Beauty was quite quick to say it's not enough. It undervalues the company. So we'll see what happens. But when you get uh, takeover offers being made, you know, you can often see that the share price responding quite well. And it's what we saw today. Yes. Well, I suppose we'll be following the developments of Perseus mining as well as Adoria sort of over the next couple of weeks. In terms of Perseus, the scheme there is December the 8th, which is up for a vote. So um, anything can happen in both those particular <laughs> locations. That's true. Let's look forward because there are a few things to watch uh, this week. Tonight, not a huge amount that's going to probably move markets, but we do get some numbers on home sales in the US and some figures on manufacturing. But um, what do you think you'll be watching most carefully over the, the coming days? Retail sales figures come out tomorrow in, in Australia and uh, the expectation from the Commonwealth Bank Group economists is that we'll have a six-tenths of one percent fall after a rise in September of 0.9%. We've also got the Reserve Bank Governor to watch out for, see whether she mentions anything on interest rates at a speech in Hong Kong. Uh, we've got monthly inflation figures on Wednesday where mm. we're expecting an improvement there and capital expenditure figures, um, business investment, in other words, uh, coming out on Thursday. In the United States, really the main game is the US personal income and spending figures. 
which has um, got the p- core personal consumption <laughs> expenditure deflator, the measure of infl- inflation. Yeah. Uh, that comes out on Thursday. The and, longer uh, the better, I think, for those <laughs> names. Just add a few more words to the end in case no, uh, no, people aren't confused enough. But you're right. That's just the, the most closely watched update on inflation, you would say, probably by the Indeed. Federal Reserve, which yeah. makes a decision on interest rates, I think, in a few weeks' time still. But back to your retail spending update. You mentioned that tomorrow we'll get we'll find out you know, how much we've all been spending at the shops in October. Very important time, of course, for retailers. We had... Cyber Monday today. We had Black mm. Friday, so that's officially the start of the uh, holiday shopping period, yes. uh, if you will, globally. So the next six to seven weeks, probably the most important time for for retailers uh, here in Australia. We'll wait and see what how you know what happens. But there's that always that risk that if companies want to and retailers want to attract and lure in more shoppers, they'll need to perhaps discount more heavily and they might need to keep the sales going for longer. So uh, as I was discussing this morning, that's that can be great for sales, maybe not so much for profits. Well, given the flow of cars, the queue of cars going into Birkenhead Point over the, the weekend, <laughs> looks like a pretty healthy time for retailers. That's true. A lot of people in the shops. Also, right at the end of the week on Thursday night, there'll be an important meeting of oil producing nations and that yes. could be quite important for oil prices, which we'll discuss later. But I think that's it, Craig. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll end it there. Why not? <laughs> All right, well, have a great evening, everyone, and enjoy the week, and see you soon, Craig. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved, and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.